And welcome everyone to the Stupid Sexy Podcast. Feels like I'm podcasting nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Dan, that's not you. No, it's not me. <laughs> uh, I'm Chris, that's Dan, and welcome to the Stupid Sexy Podcast from the A-Show here on CKCC Radio. My good friend, Chris Decker. Chris Amelia, a little reconciliation music, if you please. <laughs> okay, oh, I'll, I'll cue... Th- <laughs> Own oh, my brother. Actually, since we're wrestling colleagues, wouldn't that be own oh, my brother? Oh, my brother. <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, Chris is calling in a little bit, so hopefully the volume on his end is okay and you can hear him. Don't fiddle too much with your volume because Dan and I are loud people. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so Chris, you're here to join us because on this week's episode, we're going to talk about Dan. What's the episode called? Oh, this week's episode is Season 3, Episode 6, first aired on October 24th, 1991. It's Like Father, Like Clown. Such an amazing episode. It's so good. It's it's so good in so many ways. Uh, I just I just watched it like a, like two hours ago just to refresh. Oh yeah, it's it's great. So all the jokes will be fresh in your head. I remember you were oh, you, you contacted me when I was reaching out for guests for this show, and you're like, I've got two episodes right now, and you're like Rosebud and like Father Like Clown. I was like, okay, yeah. well one of those is definitely coming soon. Yeah, I'm I am very like I I don't know how you said, but like the season seasons two and three i'm so snobbish about i love them so much and anybody time and try to belittles like those two seasons i'm like hey man no 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 these are this is this is some quality shit like like, uh, yeah like i was talking to dan about this on uh where this episode here is airing on monday but the friday episode that aired which was our review of homer defined i like like i told dan i'm like if you ranked this episode among the season three episodes, it probably wouldn't be in the top tier, but it's such a great episode, and that goes to talk about the quality of the third season. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, like, I, I couldn't give you names of showrunners. A lot of people can, you know what I mean, like, for, right. for this, but I just know, um, I know this is pre-Conan uh, and uh, a couple of the episodes that I wanted to do off the top of my head, but I'm sure people like... Uh, I mean, the first one everybody would talk about would probably be like Homer at the Bat. That's so good. And you and me have quoted Homer at the Bat. So, like, of course. Ad, no, ad nauseum for years. Um, that uh, Homer goes to college is like pee myself laughing. Like, just, <laughs> just like when the pig faints and the dean's like, oh, my God, I think a pig fainted in here. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, Rose, well, Rose, anything you want to be on, you know, you know how to get in touch with me. You right. just let I, me know. I, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to overdo it. Um, but uh, oh, please, Rosebud. dude! It's the right. Simpsons. Who cares? Right. You're all, um, ideally, we're only reviewing these one time, so let it fly. That is true. Um, but um, Rosebud was the first episode that I remember watching. I think, unless it was um, um, the, the 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 Germany takeover episode which is coming soon oh yes uh, verns de kafkin der kraftwerk yes 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 so i remember the commercial on fox on fox 5 new york and it was like uh uh attention the following people have been via simpson homer that is all <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole commercial and then it's and then it's bart kicking uh kicking homer in the butt but uh that's 
that comes up at, at different points. So let's, oh, yes. Uh, let's oh, move no, the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you wanted like father, like clown, because you've actually told me you think this might be your favorite Simpsons episode ever. Yeah, it's so cool. Like the jazz singer parody is so funny. Yeah, and, and it's, um, it's emotionally it's, strong yes, while still absolutely. being funny, which is... This is where Simpsons really hit their stride in their writing, I think. And this is an Al Jean, Mike Reese, and Brad Bird episode. So that should tell you right there. All, uh, all names that I'm very aware of. Yes. Yeah, Al, Al Jean was the, uh, is the guy that ended up going to the critic. So, like, all of his uh, early Simpsons stuff, like, I always really, really enjoy. Exactly. And, of course, we all know Brad Bird. He's more famous now for Pixar, but he was oh, yes. heavily involved with the Simpsons back in the early 90s so uh, let's uh let's Let, let's let's get this wagon all right rolling. let's let's dive in here so first of course we're going to talk about the chalkboard gag which is bart going i will finish what i stir and oh. just lets it <laughs> just kind of lets it trail off uh for our couch gag the family lays on the couch and then bart jumps in from the side and just leaps across their laps with that classic uh chin up yeah uh, fist on the chit on the cheek pose and everybody's giving him the angry eyes yeah, they haven't gotten too crazy yet. It's, it's coming, not, though. Not yet. They're coming. Actually, the later seasons do the couch bags even even better. It's like all their writing went into the couch gags, and we'll, we'll talk about that because we're eventually going to get there, Dan. We're we're going to get we will get there. So you better than I. <laughs> this episode starts off with the Krusty the Clown show where he's throwing axes at Sideshow Mel, and. <laughs> The last axe, he hits him in the head with the handle and gives him a concussion. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the perfect way to start it off. And he introduces all his special guests for the evening, including Corporal Punishment. punishment. Yep. Yes. Tina the ballerina. And then he... Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. fun. But now the time is done. Like, that's supposed to be a take on the Mickey Mouse Club theme. Yes. Yeah. A lot of they, they get a lot of parodies on this one. Oh yeah, there's a Godfather parody at some point. There's yeah, a, uh... the picture on Wikipedia is of the wrap up for the show at the beginning, with a almost completely unconscious Lionel Mel. Yeah, <laughs> where he's just kind of moving him along to the beat of the song. <laughs> oh my god, that's the other Highly thing. Highly concussed yes. Lionel Mel. That's the other thing. Simpsons are so good at visual gags too. That's a crucial piece of trivia here so after the show Krusty's with his assistant you know getting his nicotine gum and every single thing that he has he cancels it finally she's like what about your dinner with Bart Simpson I don't know a Bart Simpson Krusty he's the guy who saved you from jail we get back to uh, the first season yep Krusty gets busted uh, uh, Wiggum with black hair yes black hair Chief Wiggum yep uh, like, sorry for uh, <laughs> you. <laughs> we've, yes. we've made a terrible mistake. Yeah. We've made a terrible mistake. <laughs> so he cancels the dinner, and poor Bart, he's so excited. He's even putting on his crusty brand cologne with the extra K. The, uh, the, he's, the, singing, he's singing a song that I... Uh, I, I, tried, I tried to look for it, but I couldn't find it. Yeah. Maybe we'd have to... Uh, you have to probably dig into the script. It might be in the trivia. I'll we'll figure that out when we actually get into the trivia here. <laughs> he I don't... Ta- he's talking to Milhouse on the phone. He's like, "So how many uh, autographs do you want me to write you down for? A hundred. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and poor Marge, she gets the phone call, and she's and the the lady so apologetic, Lois Penny Candy, which is funny. I was gonna say, I'm like, yeah, this is the um, this is um, the uh, the Bond reference, the uh, Penny. Uh, yeah, Penny uh, Candy, uh, of course. Money no, Penny. Money Penny. Money Penny. That's what I was yeah. thinking of. Yeah. Instead of Money Penny. So, poor, uh, uh, poor, poor Bart. He's all excited, and then Marge has to break the news to him, and he writes an angry letter about how he's lost faith. The boy who never lost faith in Krusty has lost, lost faith. faith in the clown. He writes his. He writes like Krusty Club member, and I was like, this has to be a reference to something. And oh yeah, was- well. Well, yeah, because like there was always those those kids clubs and things where they would assign you the membership number, probably to make you feel more important, but also probably so they could track you. They knew who you were. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're tracking us. They're tracking us. This is yeah. They're, they're developing them microchips. You know. The, the Carmen San Diego Club has got a hold on me. <laughs> that's awesome. So, of course, she reads this letter. Krusty's assistant, and she immediately storms in. And there's Krusty calling the 909 hotline. Um, sex chat. (laughs) Live sex chat. We're going to connect you to a party with lots of beautiful women. And that's just four guys, and one of them's a poo. (laughs) Are you a sexy lady? Do I sound like one? (laughs) And she storms in and aggressively hands him the letter. And, of course, he can't read it because Krusty can't can't read it. can't read it. Yeah, he's like, they give the illiterate guy a letter. Yeah. It's like... Crust, why? <laughs> yeah, crust, why? So, he finally is going to do it. And there's Bart all depressed. It's like, come on, Bart, clean your shoes. Well, they're just going to get dirty again. But Krusty's coming to dinner tonight, and Bart's like, oh, God bless that clown. What good foreshadowing. Yes, I, I like that that's all that it took was for him to finally agree, and Bart's right back in the saddle. Right. So there's So they're all waiting in the living room. The door the doorbell rings and in comes Krusty. He tumble rolls and gets right in Maggie's face, scares the crap out of her. <laughs> oh hey, my hey. god. <laughs> I mean that would he, do it, right? <laughs> he immediately comes in, um he grabs a unicycle from God knows where. And he's just <laughs> like like what a talented man. Just like he's, he's juggling while riding the unicycle while bouncing something on his nose, and they're like, "Crusty, you don't have to be on today." And he's like, "Great." Yeah. And he he's... takes, he takes uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Teeny. Mr. Teeny, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "Go in the car." And Homer's like, "Yeah, but Millhouse shows up before that, and he's like, yeah, you have to be on.'" <laughs> yeah, my yeah, Millhouse is all dressed up. Oh, Bart, I was just in the neighborhood, and oh wow, it's Krusty the Clown. <laughs> can, we, can we for a second here just? Like this is early on in the in the run, obviously, and so them going to uh, see Krusty or Krusty coming to see it, like this is a major star coming. But as the years goes on, like I mean, Krusty just shows up for random things, you know, sex cauldron, you know, like I thought they like, shut that place down. Yeah, like the <laughs> the 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 happiness of like oh Krusty the clown's here absolutely goes away at some point, you know. When Mr. Burns tries to take over the sun, Krusty's like, hey, I just came back from Reno. Yeah. And, you know, Millhouse is like, can I have a hundred autographs? I think that's that's basically it, though, right? Is like, as Krusty gets a little closer to people in, in the Simpsons family, he gets closer to other people by proxy. So right. 
were not really jonesing for Krusty as such a big celebrity that he was. So I, I understand that. Right. But what's funny is that, like, um, still, they still just, like, Krusty's the only one that's like, if Kent Brockman comes around, you know, shit's going down. Right. Yeah. Like, that's kind of like when Jim Cantori shows up when you've got extreme weather. You know, something's right. ra- about to happen. Right. So, well, okay. That's like being the, the, the most famous person in a middle sized city, right? Like, it's, it's like where I grew up was, it was like the weatherman. You saw the weatherman anywhere in town. It was like, holy shit. I remember. It's him. I know. I remember what a big deal it was the first time I saw the guy on the local channel at Sussex Community College. And I went to go work for him. I'm like, I used to see this guy on TV all the time. Then I realized he was kind of an ass. Don't worry. What what channel was that? (laughs) Uh, Channel 8. Then it was channel 20. Sad that I remember that. Channel 20 was our HBO. Nah, 21 was our HBO. Oh my god, I really do remember No, 21 was USA Network watching Monday Night Raw. Alright, well. At 27 was TNT. You just go to to both of them and just hit last channel back and forth all night. Whoa, 27 for me was USA. (laughs) What? Dude, 12, it was USA on 12 and TNT on 15. Yeah, 15 was TNT. 15 was TBS for me. Uh, We had TBS on, uh, uh, I don't remember what TBS was. Yeah, no, we was, uh, yeah, I, my God. Yeah, we actually do remember this, folks. Like, tell me that you folks listening to this don't remember some of the channels you grew up with. When you had five or six channels, when we were, when when the three of us were young, there was only five or six channels. Yeah, really. Family finally got cable. Exactly. Well, well, listen, like, uh, tying this all back. So my Simpsons watch used to be 530, channel 5, Fox 56, channel 12, um, channel 12. Fox 5 New York, 6.30 uh, was Boy Meets World on channel WPIX, channel 11, and then back to channel 12 for the second round of Simpsons at 7 o'clock. That's right, because they... Oh, always... yeah, you, you lived in the... Yeah, you, like, lived in an area where you're probably getting New York channels, Philly channels, and Jersey yeah. channels, right? Yeah. Uh, so... It was... Uh, we got Philly channels, uh, the, the the Fox 56 was a Scranton channel, and then we got New York channels, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. North Jersey, we got the New York channels, a couple of Philly, and then um, every now and again you'd get, like, an odd channel, but yeah. And I remember, they always aired two episodes of The Simpsons. Sometimes they were back-to-back, and other times there was a, a gap in between them. I remember there was one point where I had access to three WB stations. Jeez. Whoa. <laughs> That's nuts. So That yeah. was crazy. We had no UPN at that point, but we had three WBs. <laughs> Listen, you weren't missing much. No, no. either way. <laughs> no, it's true. So but that was when WB was reshowing uh, Friends. So it was like at any time of the day, Friends was on <laughs> 24 hours a day. Uh, did you notice during this dinner, the only people dressed up were Homer, Bart, and Milhouse? Homer, Lisa... Homer and Bart. That's it. Lisa. Oh, no. Marge put on a nice pair of earrings. Yeah, but Lisa <laughs> did not dress up and neither did Marge. That was pretty much it. So they're, they're going to say grace at the table. And they said, let's let our guests say grace. And, of course, Milhouse starts, and they, they slap him. Milhouse does my exact grace, by the way. <laughs> so, so, Lord. No. Yeah, yeah. For these, like, gifts they're about to see from the bounty of Jesus Christ, our Lord, amen, and see. <clears throat> there you go. Well, he doesn't get that far. But uh, Krusty starts to say his grace, and Homer's like, he's speaking funny talk. They're like, no, Dad, that's Hebrew. 
Krusty must be Jewish. It's like a Jewish entertainer. A Jewish entertainer. And Lisa starts naming famous Jewish people, and Homer goes, "Mel Brooks is Jewish." <laughs> yeah, like, like I like to. I see that joke, and I'm like, "That's such a timely joke. That's such a, like a good timely joke. That like a good, uh, a, a good animated." Um, show would do now so like yeah it's it's just good that like they were on top of thing not not that mel brooks you know and you know i mean he had probably just released Spaceballs, you know but that was probably four years <clears throat> well ago. if this was but 1991 I mean, he would have just released uh robin hood men in tights i, I think I thought, that came out, I thought that came out in 92 but i could no that came out later because dave Chappelle is like a big is a bigger uh star 93 is men in tights okay okay so but yeah but space balls and everything yeah so he he would have been in there, and all of a sudden, Krusty just breaks down crying because saying Grace has reminded him of his father and brought back all these bad memories. So the Simpson family ask him to open up, and we learn that Krusty's father was the most respected rabbi on the Lower East Side of Springfield, <laughs> which is funny for all the reasons you think it's funny, and. All these people are coming up to him asking for advice. Should I have another baby? Yes, another baby would be a blessing. Uh, should I buy a Chrysler? Uh, can you ask that in a form that's... Frame it as an ethical question. <laughs> yeah. Is it right to buy a Chrysler? Yes. For good is the car with power steering. <laughs> Dad, I want to be a... Yeah, Dad, I want to be a clown. No, son. That's disgraceful. That's... He... That... Oh, that's disgraceful. Come on he, now. Yeah, he wanted his son to follow in his footsteps, and he tries really hard. You know, he gets laughs imitating his father, and then his father blah, strangles blah, blah, him blah, just blah, like Homer. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then the best part is, Homer does it right after that, too. Homer strangles Bart. <clears throat> um, oh, I don't, even like, I don't even like following you in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't even like following you in the bathroom. Why, you little? Yeah, you don't have to follow in my footsteps, son. So... We, we know that that's just, maybe that's just a father-son thing. I don't know. I never did that. I never had that done to me. But, you know, times have changed. I believe that they got away with it. I, I'm sure you mentioned this, but because it was always a ra- uh, like an irrational um, response. Like, response, right. Yeah. And no so, one would have actually done that or even been able to do that. So Right, exactly. Like, even when... Like, remember when Lisa did it when Bart, like, burned down the tree? Like, Lisa, no! Your hands are too small! Yeah, your hands are too small! No! Oh, I always enjoyed that. So, yeah. But we also see that young... Oh, yeah, and his name is Herschel Krostovsky. That's his real name. I glossed over that. But... Herschel. Herschel, yes. And there he is, performing in front of all the rabbis, and, and everything's going well. He's making, like, the menorah. Oh, yeah, he's doing the, he's doing the cat skills. Yeah, the cat skills. Part of the, part of the borscht belt. <laughs> He's got the, the menorah and the Star of David as the, the balloon. And then he would have been great if it wasn't for that rowdy rabbi who hits him with the rowdy seltzer rabbi. bottle. Yeah, rowdy Rabbi Piper over here. Hits him with the seltzer and he's humiliated in front of his father. And he says, you've brought shame on this family. And... That was the last time they ever spoke. That was where it was turning the Ooh. Oh. You're a little hard to understand right now. Oh, I, I apologize. Is that better? Yes. 
Okay, I think I was I think I was on my uh, mic. That's um, fine. He uh, this is where he actually says he's like uh, where they admit they're parroting um, the jazz singers. Like this, you would have been an entertainer or a jazz singer or something. This would have been acceptable, but this a clown. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so good. Yeah. So after all this is done, we see Krusty just horribly overstaying his welcome because he's so lonely. He's like looking at these family albums and. Everybody's and bored. He doesn't and tired. want to go home and face it himself, so he's yeah. going to distract himself. I'm going to nitpick this a little bit. Like, they're all so happy that suddenly, like, when you have people around and like it's a it's a cool thing going on. Like, there must have been a turn for the worse at some point in dinner. Like, Krusty must have went off on some kind of like anti-Arab rant or something like that. <laughs> I don't know, man, maybe it like, maybe it was just the fact that everything got so solemn instead of him being entertaining that. They kind of just didn't want him. He yeah, kind of ruined the vibe. Midnight, right? Yeah, it was like it was almost midnight. No, it was, yeah, it was almost midnight. But I'm assuming they didn't eat at midnight. You know, what I mean, like, like at some point, I'm assuming they ate like at six thirty or seven. Oh yeah, right. So I mean, I guess maybe they played a couple rounds of uh, a Monopoly, and uh, you know, then he's like, "Let me look at yearbooks and stuff." But but Millhouse. Yeah. Homer, take Millhouse home. Gladly. Oh, the concert for Bangladesh. Yeah. <laughs> you immediately hear the uh uh Ravi Shankar. That's great. And when they they, they then, Yeah, they finally get him so out. Sad. I know. Did I leave my keys in there? No. It gets so sad he goes home and yeah. he goes to a bus station to watch TV on a on a uh like a pay by the, a pay by like the minute or hour thing, like for a quarter. Like I, know, I know it's so sad. Like, Did you? Like, I got I got a visual joke here. Uh, he walks past the Springfield X Theater, which is showing for your thighs only. Uh, there's like crocodile does it again. Or crocodile something. done me and Doctor Strange Pants. Doctor Strange Pants. Yeah. Nice. And then the last thing he does is he attempts to call his father, and he he can't he can't do it. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Uh, is somebody there? Why would they call you if they don't want to talk to you? Hello? And uh, the- one, piece, one piece of trivia, the actor that's playing Heimlich Strauss, the, uh, uh, I believe, I, I forget the actor's name. I think it was Jackie the- Mason. Jackie Mason. Jack- Jackie Mason. He won an Emmy for this. Yes, he did. Yeah, which, well done. Well done, sir. It's so good, though. And he's got all, this, he's got all the, the mannerisms down that you would want. Right. And it never it it pays it pays up the or plays up the stereotype, but it never insults it, which is what the Simpsons were actually really good at. Uh, they had they looked up and they said that they had two rabbis as um, uh, help for um, you know a lot of stuff when they talk about the Talmud and Dead Sea Scrolls oh, and yeah. stuff like that. And they, and they credited <clears> them at the end. Um, and I guess Jackie Mason. Um, was a was a rabbi early in his life, so that's uh, yeah. His real name is Yaakov Moshe Maza. Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that just about says it. So it's time for an itchy and scratchy episode. This one is called Field of Screams. Oh, they fight and bite, and they fight and fight and bite, <laughs> bite, 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 bite. It's the itchy and scratchy show. Scratchy and his son, <laughs> his young son, are playing catch in the cornfield. And here comes Itchy and his young son driving a thresher. They run them down, 
And then they're playing catch with Scratchy's head. And as all the kids cheer, Krusty's brought to tears. Didn't Itchy's son look so happy with his father? And didn't Scratchy's son look so happy with his father before he got run over and mangled? And then all pink-eyed Krusty just burst into oh. tears. Just go to commercial. Ugly, ugly cries. I know, he just cries. ugly cries. And that's when uh, Lisa says the line, A man who envies our family is a man who has nothing. And Bart's like, we got to do something. Let's roll. So they go and they contact Reverend Lovejoy. They say, we need to find a rabbi. He's like, all right, well, wait, before you convert, let me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's assuming they're like jumping ship. Yeah. They're just like, we're done with this. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, we, we can be popular and reach today's young Christians. No, we're just trying to find a rabbi to talk to him. Rabbi Krustowski, oh, him, yeah, I do a radio talk call-in show with him called Gavin About God every Sunday night. Oh, are, I'm surprised. Kids on the block. Yeah, I mention it every week. Oh, yeah, it's all the kids talk about on Monday. Well, here, have some T-shirts. He's like, hey, we'll try it on later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll try it on later, so. Uh, face lie to a reverend in the house of God. I know, oh, yeah. that's, that's hysterical. I also love that he has a non-Christian Rolodex. I'm not surprised. I bet that was a very, like, um, I, you know, when the when you know all the the super friends need to get together, you know, back in the early '90s, you know, they had to make sure they had each other's phone numbers. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I I got it. Well, so, I, I would believe a rabbi would have a Gentile Rolodex. So why not the other way around? Yeah, that's probably true. That is probably true. Also, I wonder if non-Christian Rolodex was just code for Jewish, like. Because, like, like, do we do we think he's really got like um, a Muslim know, Rolodex? Oh yeah, a Sikh, a Sikh priest in his Rolodex. It's probably literally just every number he knows that's not Christian, and it may not be that many. I wonder if it's a Rolodex that's just not involved with his direct clergy, you know? So like, uh, you know, so like it's just like you know his his pal. Joe or something. I don't know. Yeah, I was I was going with something, and I was like, "Whoa, you got his like, college roommate that wasn't in the seminary but was in the regular school." Ah, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, so they travel to Temple Beth Springfield, which this Saturday is coping with Christmas. Coping with Christmas, right? And they knock on the rabbi's door. They're like, "We're here to talk about your son." And he goes, "I have no son." Uh, we oh, came all this way. <laughs> we got the wrong guy. I didn't mean that literally. And then they go to commercial break. Yep. And then, and then the best part of the episode starts. This, this, the third act is the fucking best. Uh, the, the radio show. The guys, Yo. the board guy with the fog hat shirt. Oh my god, he's like, in order to keep our funding, we have to dedicate this time to like, shit. <laughs> the guy, uh, I know, that's the... Oh... Uh, I, I That was the one thing I always hated was when I used to do the old hospitality schedule and I would work Wednesday through Sunday. I always hated driving to work on Sunday mornings because there were, the rock station was not there. Yeah, there was, there was nothing. It was just, there, was, there was a lot of sermons. Yeah. Thankfully, I had, had, I had my iPod because I needed it. But yeah, I, so so yeah, he's got the um, we've got the the rabbi. The, it's it's a it's best, the best joke ever. It's the reverend, the priest, and the rabbi. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, to a radio station. Yep. And of course, uh, uh, 
you, any of you ever not believe in God? No, no, no. All right, good conversation. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's saying, with all, the, with all the strife in the world, do you ever believe that God really exists? So the, so the way his phrase, it made it sound like, do you guys really think God exists? And they're like, no. But what I realized as I was older, I was like, the guy's asking, though all this is going on, like, do you, you guys still, there's no way we can convince you that God doesn't exist. And there's like, nope, nope, nope. Yep. And so <clears throat> that's, so I, I, I just put that together like one of the last times I uh, watched. Again, these are, some of these jokes don't register when you're younger, but when you get older, you start to appreciate them more. Right. Why, why I think well, Ghostbusters is a better movie as an adult than I ever was as a kid. And it was my favorite thing as a kid. Yeah, and I loved Ghostbusters as a kid. So I think that's just one of those things, right? Is you just you just kind of pick that up, right? So, so the next caller is uh is for the good <laughs> rabbi, and it's just breathing. Hello, hello, I hear breathing, but no one's on the line, and it's crusty again. He said, and then Dimitri calls, first time caller, long time listener. <laughs> yes, uh, if the. I forget exactly how he words it, but he's basically like, "Shouldn't shouldn't the father eventually forgive the son?" And of course, the two yes, yes, the two no! Christian guys are like yes, like no, what is this? Oh man, like he's so adamant. So he's so like, Lisa's like, what, what we're gonna do <laughs> is we're gonna go to the library and we're gonna look up everything we can that has anything to do with it, and we can use it against him." Yep. So Bart is dressed like a rabbi. Did you notice he was at the Yiddles joke shop, the one that Krusty admired when he was a kid? Still oh, in business. I, I, yeah, it's the same place. Yeah, he's like, you do a good place. He's like, oh, I love my wake. <laughs> I love my wake. So yeah. every time he tries to talk to the rabbi, he gives him he gives him a line. The rabbi's got a counter line. Yeah, those are good lines, too. And yeah. he's, like, he's like, man, this guy's... Yeah. So Oi vey, this guy's guy. tough. <laughs> Gets the... Fully into it. So they tried the the trick where we're going to have you go to uh, the deli and meet a famous Jewish Nobel laureate. Yeah. And Krusty's going to get an honor from the French Legion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forget what the, what it was, but uh, I just thought to myself, it's like Krusty is so stupid that <laughs> he would get this medal of honor or, or whatever it is from the French Legion at a Jewish deli. Not like with Diamond Joe Quimby there. Right, in exactly. Area. Like, this guy's like, we're going to get it to you. And he's like, they want you meeting at a deli? Perfect. And it's like, Krusty just being a fucking <laughs> idiot. And it's great. My favorite is uh, when the rabbi's looking over the menu, and he's like, a Jackie Mason? Oh, that's too fatty. Oh, God. That's <laughs> so good. And then he goes, like a Bruce, Bruce Willis, I don't even like his movies. Yeah, a crusty the clown. What is that? And he's so yeah, disgusted. So it's so all pork. Yeah, it's, it's an all pork yeah, sandwich. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell if he was if he was mad at the pork or mad at the the name of the sandwich. I couldn't tell. I, I or it might have been a combo of both. <laughs> yeah, I it's. You know, I've lost my appetite. And then as he storms out. There's Bart, you know, head desking, and here comes Krusty singing the French national anthem. Oh Can my you... god, he looks so magnanimous. It's wonderful. I know. Can you please tell me where the president of France arrives? Fifty million Frenchmen can't be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 
So they're back at the library. Lisa's to- going over tomes. And meanwhile, Bart's got a Bible pop-up book. With uh, Eddie. Oh, yeah. Noah save us. Noah save us. You had your chance. Yeah. He goes, he tries the rabbi in a sauna. Oh, yeah, they're taking a schmitz. And yep. uh, he goes in and uh, I was like, wow, they're treating Bart like uh, they're equal to your. Yeah. Uh, a bris. He go, tries it a bris. Yeah. Like, this is hardly the time for this. Yes. But he finally gets him over a game of chess in the park. With a quote from Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, the Candyman. The Candyman. That was, that was a good. Uh, that was that was a good way to go. You know, because he's tried, and he's like, uh, "Who did this?" And he names up all these things, and he's like, "Nah, man." You know, this is from Sammy Davis Jr. And uh, you know, uh, obviously, uh, Hyman is so aware of at least that vein of popular culture. You know, like yeah. the, the the before like. That he's like, oh man, this is like I can't believe the the plight of my people uh, told so elegantly. Oh man, and he's so just great. like that was from Sammy Davis. He goes, and maybe I've been wrong. And he's like, but it's not too late, Rabbi. So, Krusty's oh. got no luster to do the show. He barely bursts out. He's just like, uh, just roll a cartoon or something. Oh and he's, yeah, it's like slow May walks into the breakaway. Yeah. Hey kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great show. And earlier he was on his nicotine gum. Now he's taking up smoking again because of everything. He goes, "Hey, that's a filthy habit." Who asked you? Crusty's dad, yeah, Herschel, Father Papa. And then they have the emotional reconciliation. Oh, my Papa. Yes, where Freak goes. I'd like to be serious for a moment, kids. Knock it off! I'm not doing the spotlight gag. <laughs> yeah. That, this uh this clip is on there's two Simpsons CDs where they just have all the music from it. It's on the second one and they include that entire um that entire um the go speech. around with the uh, spotlight please. Yeah. I just wanted, you know. Oh man, I I must have listened to that hundreds of times. I thought and that he, I thought this song is so great. It is. He welcomes his dad onto stage and he has Krusty and the Crumbs band <laughs> play music. <laughs> And then he sings, oh, mine, papa. To me, he was so wonderful. We haven't seen each other in 25 years. And then the rabbi gets to hit Krusty with a pie. And, and then the show just ends. ends. Yeah, it just ends. <laughs> but it's so, but what a perfect ending, too, is they've reconciled. Everyone's happy. Fade to black. Per- oh, per- that's why I thought was like, this episode is fucking amazing. Yes. So real quick, would you like to know what a Jackie Mason's top four credits are on IMDb? Oh, God, I have no idea. You have The Jerk from 1979. Okay. History of the World, part one, of course. Okay. Caddyshack 2, which never happened. <laughs> and Jackie Mason's The World According to Me. <laughs> so if you ever wanted to know what Jackie, what IMDb considers Jackie Mason's top credits, that's it. And the most recent thing he did was, in fact, Rabbi Krostovsky for The Simpsons in a 2019 episode. The, the, yellow, the yellow wedding when he died? Uh, it's after that because he, he comes back as a ghost in several episodes. The one where Bart – one of the, the later episodes is where Bart – it's called Bart's Not Dead. And Bart goes into a coma where he's kind of like yeah. in purgatory. And all the dead characters ever come back like Frank Grimes and Dr. Marvin Monroe and 
Bart's oh got to help them all find peace. It's actually a pretty good mod. There's a couple of good modern episodes, and I think that's one of them. Oh, sure. I follow this one channel that talks about the modern episodes all the time. Yeah. There, there's definitely good stuff. There's always a couple. So let's talk about some trivia here. Uh, the portion of the episode where characters quote the Bible in support or opposition of clowning were carefully researched. Cited passages from the Bible include Exodus 20.12 and Joshua 1.8. The quotations from the Talmud were also researched, and two rabbis, Lavi Meyer and Harold M. Schwarweiss, were credited as special technical consultants. In fact, oh, sorry, Schwilweiss was asked to take a look at a draft of the script. While not a fan of the show, he felt it was profound and added some corrections. He later later commented, I thought it had a Jewish rent resonance to it i'm impressed by the underlying moral seriousness oh yeah this episode was very serious that's why it's so good yeah and that's the other thing right it's like people would always criticize the simpsons in the early days about being like you know bart being this blasphemous thing but then somebody pointed out they're like name another family other than the simpsons on sitcom television who goes to church and they're like oh yeah right uh next piece of trivia Jackie Mason had once been an ordained rabbi, but had resigned to become a comedian. That's wild. That's called art imitating life. Yeah, right? <laughs> At the end of the of the first Krusty show, Krusty tugs on his ear similar to the way Carol Burnett did at the end of her shows to say hi to her grandmother who raised her. Oh, that's so cool. Yep. I, I actually missed that, but that's really cool. I'd have to go back and check that. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look at it too. Uh, Al Jean was the one who created the name Krustovsky. <clears throat> Jackie Mason did all of his lines in New York City, and Dan Castellaneta, the voice of Krusty, actually went there so he could record with him. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, this isn't really important trivia, but it is the first appearance of Hyman Krustovsky. <laughs> they always mention characters making their debuts. I mean, we only just got Luann Van Houten one episode ago, so, you know. And then... uh when Rabbi Krustovsky sees that Krusty has become a clown against his wishes, he says, Oi, vel is mir, which translates to, oh, woe is me. Oh, man. Uh, Krusty's religion had not been part of the original concept of the character, so Jay Kogan and Wallace Wallinarski decided to parody the jazz singer and establish that Krusty is Jewish. And of course... Oh, as mentioned it was earlier, a perfect idea. Yep, outstanding voiceover performance Emmy was won by Jackie Mason. So there you excellent, go. Excellent episode. I, I like it's it. Is so good in every way. It's and great. That's why it was my immediate. That was the first thing I thought of. Uh, it, it's a good one, Dan. What do you think? Oh yeah, it's one of the best ones. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's such a great character establishment episode. Like. All we've established thus far is that Krusty is an entertainer, but he's a pretty multi-layered character. Like, yeah, he has his sleaze. He's a merchandising shill. He has addictions to to smoking and gambling. But but at the at the time, the merchandising shill thing was a was self-referential to the Simpsons being merchandising. Exactly. Shill. Yeah. Which yeah. which why it was so brilliant. But yeah, it's a. It's a fantastic top-tier episode, and I highly... If you've never seen this episode, I highly, highly recommend you guys watch it because it's just so damn good. Oh, 100%. All right, this Friday on Stupid Sexy Podcast, it's time to go back to the Treehouse of Horror 
as we review Treehouse of Horror 2. Now, the first time we did this, we tried a watch-along concept, and that bombed. So we will not be doing that again. We were going to do that as, like, a gimmick for the Halloween episodes because of how how fast-paced and usually how excellent they are. But the watch-along didn't really fly, so that's fine. We won't. We won't tackle that, but that'll be next time here. I'd like to thank my good friend Chris Decker for coming on this oh. week's episode. Thank you, a, everybody. It was you, can a, check me out. you can check me out every two weeks, every other week. Every other week, uh, yep. Matt Derline on the A-Show. This week we are doing uh, WWF 1985. Drops on Monday um, with uh, Adam Van and um, Tim Not the Tool Man Taylor from... Uh, yes, Tim Not the Tool Man, uh, yep. Yes, <laughs> Um, from uh, uh, soon-to-be-named network, and uh, uh, it's fun. It's a it's a it's a good episode. Yes, uh, you can find me. You can follow me on Twitter. You can uh, find me at Chris Decker IRL on Twitter and on Instagram. And that is it. Those are your plugs, right? Oh, I mean, should we tell them about this idea that I had that we, I've been talking to you about? Should we tell the people, or let that be? Nah, 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 nah. That's a teaser. Okay. That's a teaser. Yeah. We'll we'll tease them, but we've we got we got an idea, folks. Uh you well, you're already getting some new content on this channel because by the time you guys hear this episode, I will have already dropped the pilot of my new theme park miniseries style podcast with my friend Eric. We talk yeah. about the rides of Walt Disney World and Universal and all that. So, we have new content coming to this channel and we might be getting even more soon because we have some top tier ideas in the in the work here, and the, the the channel is picking up steam, and I'm absolutely loving it. Everybody who's contributed to the channel, all the all the content creators, you guys are awesome, and this is the coolest project I've ever done, and I love it. And I get to watch The Simpsons is almost part of my job. Who can't who can't love Fucking that? Out, yeah, I know, right? Who can't love that? Well, Chris, we'll be welcoming you back on any episodes <laughs> that you are. You would like to uh, to be part of, and we can match I'll, up your schedule. I'll keep myself to, I'll keep myself to once a season. If, if <laughs> you can do that, yeah, and uh, we'll uh, so we'll we'll see you next season then. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, any last any last words before we sign off, Dan? Uh, be kind to each other. Yes, be kind. I, I was hoping you were just going to bust out some some Yiddish right there, but I I think that might be asking a little too much. Oy vey. Yes, oy vey. All right. Uh, I would like to end everybody with us screaming, close the door! Yeah, close the door! Well, I'm going to give our catchphrase that we opened the show with at the end, and Dan, would you like Chris to do the honors one last time? Or, sure. Okay. Well, everybody, we'll see you next time. Nothing at all. Yeah, we'll see you next time on the Stupid Nothing Sexy Podcast. Nothing at all. Nothing at all.